Oh, hey there, friends. Welcome to the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast. I'm Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and this is episode 22. So before we begin, just the usual disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, and this podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or medical condition, but rather is informational in nature. Please always consult with your physician before beginning any new diet or health regimen. Today I want to talk about fruit, and more specifically, is fruit healthy? So you probably hear that, and you might be in one of two camps right now. Camp one, that's like, heck yeah, fruit is healthy. It's the ultimate health food. How could you even consider it to be unhealthy? Or camp two, it's like, oh my god, fruit has sugar, and sugar is the devil, so it's obviously not healthy. So I'm really kind of in the middle of those two. Yes, fruit does have sugar, but it's also pretty rich in a lot of other nutrients, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the benefits of fruit, the downsides of fruit, and really what that means for you. And this is going to be a pretty quick podcast. I actually did a blog post on a similar topic earlier today, and that was um, like, what fruits can I eat on a keto diet? So if you want to check that out, that will be at HealthyGamerGirl.com. It's also going to be linked in the show notes, which is HealthyGamerGirl.com slash show notes. So without further ado, let's talk about how great fruit is and then why you shouldn't eat too much of it. So fruit is pretty nutrient dense. Like vegetables, fruit contains a wide variety of vitamins and minerals and other polyphenols, which if you remember just means plant chemicals. Um, And a lot of these are actually antioxidants too. So if you listen to the media, you know that antioxidants are supposed to be the savior. So even though vegetables often contain higher levels of all of these compounds, Cooking processes can destroy a lot of antioxidants and a lot of vitamins, like vitamin C is actually reduced or destroyed by cooking. So as people tend to cook vegetables and eat fruits raw, fresh fruit might actually be the best source of these compounds for some individuals. I know that you can obtain a lot from vitamins and mineral supplements, but... So many studies indicate that the sum of our fruit's parts is far greater than like the value of those parts individually, which makes sense. So it's like if you're taking a vitamin C supplement, it might not work as well as eating that orange that has vitamin C, although oranges really don't have that much vitamin C. Kiwi has way more vitamin C than oranges. Anyway, so if you want to obtain vitamins and minerals and all these good polyphenols from fruit... It's also best to eat a variety because you know how they say you should eat a rainbow because different colored fruits and vegetables have different colored antioxidants or different types of antioxidants? That's totally true. You need a spectrum of these plant compounds and in order to get that spectrum, it's best to eat those different colored fruits. That's why like if you go to the health food section and they have those greens powders, a lot of the times it'll be a reds powder and a greens powder because they real um like these manufacturers realize that people are trying to get various colors of fruits and vegetables. So in addition to all of these great polyphenols, fruits also contain fiber in both soluble and insoluble forms. So fiber increases digestion time, which means that the impact on your blood sugar is lessened. Um, It also, so it slows, basically it slows the absorption of sugar into your bloodstream. Insoluble fiber, which is like, it's what they always say is like the broom of your gut, But that adds bulk to food, increasing the mass and providing that feeling of fullness that can help you eat less 
when you've had like an apple. In fact, I think they someone did a study, some organization did a study where they had people eat an apple a half hour before meals and they found that people who ate the apple ate far less food, calorically speaking, and not just the 80 calories in that apple less, much less because and they're attributing that to the um the fiber in the apple and probably also the moisture which adds bulk. But insoluble fiber, which is the other type of fiber, which is predominantly found in fruits. In fact, there's very few non-fruit sources of insoluble fiber. I guess that's not entirely true, but there aren't that many. And most of the time, it's like you end up having to buy a supplement for it, which can be costly. When, like, why do that when you can just eat some fruit? But anyway, insoluble fiber is, or soluble fiber rather, which is found in high levels in fruit, doesn't just aid in adding bulk to food, but it actually also binds to excess cholesterol and hormones in your body, helping to flush them out. And that's actually pretty neat. That's um, the reason why if you look at like the Quaker Oats package and it tells you like, oh, eating a serving of this helps to lower cholesterol and same with like Cheerios and all these other things. It's actually the soluble fiber in the oats that's doing that, which I think is pretty fascinating. It's also such a clever marketing ploy if you're looking at that packaging and you're thinking, oh man, that's so cool that Quaker Oats or that Cheerios lowers my cholesterol like that. It's like, okay, well, other things do that too. Anyway... So soluble fiber is pretty cool as well because it also acts as a prebiotic, which is to say it helps to feed your microbiome or your gut bacteria. So soluble fiber can actually help to maintain a healthy digestive system, which is pretty great, especially because fruit is such an easy way to get soluble fiber. Now, of course, the downside of fruit, which is its sugar content. So the scientific and health communities agree that overconsumption of sugar is not great can exacerbate a lot of health conditions and probably even causes most of them. And I'm being really moderate here because I don't, I don't want to be inflammatory. I don't want to paint sugar in this horrible negative light because if you're totally healthy, if you're metabolically fit, if you don't have any health conditions, there's really nothing wrong with eating some sugar here and there. Um, even if you aren't the best in the best metabolic shape, a little bit of sugar here and there is not going to kill you potentially. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to make any claims, but people tend to go overboard with sugar. Now, I'm not saying people go overboard with fruit because that's really kind of hard to do. I mean, it's much easier to uh, eat too much sugar when you're eating ice cream or chocolate or cake at your coworker's party than it is to OD on like the fruit bowl in the break room. So, when we're talking about eating too much sugar, I'm typically not talking about fruit. But at the same time, fruit does have a lot of sugar. So again, if you're not metabolically healthy, you might actually want to avoid fruit to some degree. I know a lot of um, like women who are entering menopause and their hormones are kind of out of whack and they're starting to gain weight in weird places. Basically, I'm talking about my mom. I'm so sorry, mom, that I just said this. But she, my mom basically eats a lot of fruit and she wanted to know why she's been steadily gaining weight. Like, I looked at all the food she's been eating, and she she is very guilty of, like, low-fat yogurt that has a ton of extra sugar and low-fat granola bars that have a ton of extra sugar. But once she cleared all that out, she couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I asked her, I said, Mom, how much fruit do you eat? And she told me, like, three to four pieces a day. And that's actually kind of a ton of sugar. 
And it was really hard for her to swallow. She didn't like hearing that. But she did. She cut out sugar and she ended up becoming trimmer pretty quickly just from reducing her fruit intake, which I think is actually kind of impressive. But anyway, the sugar in fruit can be useful for some groups. I mean, if you're an endurance athlete or just like any type of athlete, fruit is a much better alternative to the quick sugar that you need than those like gels or sports drinks. Um, Because there's fiber, the sugar in a piece of fruit will actually absorb over a piece of time. So you'll get that initial boost when you eat it, but then there's sustained energy. It's also, again, it's got vitamins, it's got minerals, basically it's got electrolytes and antioxidants. So fruit, if you're an athlete, is probably a great way for those carbs. Also, if you're an athlete and you're trying to build muscle, it's actually a little better to spike your insulin a bit, which is why people love whey protein when they're trying to bulk up, um, because whey actually is pretty insulinogenic, but so is eating sugar. Like, that's pretty much what stimulates insulin, and insulin is anabolic, so it helps to build muscle. So it's really cool if you're you're trying to build muscle, you're like, oh, my post-workout is going to be this, like, apple or whatever, like apple with almond butter because you've got protein and fat and sugar. It's like a good healthy balanced little snack, but it's going to help boost your insulin a little bit so you can build muscle. So if you're looking to build muscle, you might actually want to eat a little bit more fruit than someone who's just trying to lean out or lose some weight. Now, there are some exceptions to fruit being healthy. As you can see, we've pretty much established that fruit, fruit, yes, is healthy. But there are some circumstances where I don't believe it's healthy, and one of those is dried fruits. I'm not talking about all dried fruits. I think most dried fruits are okay. But a lot of um, dried fruits and commercially dried fruits actually contain a ton of preservatives, as well as added sugar and sometimes even added artificial colorings or flavorings. And no matter what science is saying right now, I mean, actually, there's a lot of research that talks about how detrimental artificial colors are. Um, But even though artificial flavors and preservatives are still kind of like the jury's out on those, I like to avoid them. And when you add sugar to dried fruit, which so many manufacturers do, it's kind of, that's pointless because dried fruit is already so reduced. Like the liquid has been removed from it. So The quantity of, like, sugar you're getting is so much greater than it would be if you were eating a similar volume of regular fruit. So you don't need to add extra sugar to that. I think that's crazy. Also, dried fruit is so easy to overeat. And again, it's because the water has been removed. So those cues from your stomach indicating that you're full won't be triggered as soon. Um, So I tend to like to put dried fruits in, like, a treat category as opposed to, like, a healthy snack. And it's interesting, there's all these articles that you read that are talking about why people get fat on paleo or why you're not losing weight on paleo and all this stuff. And um, dried fruit and nuts, but dried fruit tends to be one of the culprits because you don't realize that you're actually eating kind of a lot of fruit and kind of a lot of sugar when you have all of that trail mix and when you just eat a handful of like dried raisins or something. Because it is, it's high in sugar and it's very calorically dense but it doesn't necessarily feel calorically dense. And then another situation where I don't actually think fruit is healthy is fruit juice. And again, I know that's a point of contention because some people really love fruit juice, but 
Juicing fruit removes all of the fiber. It's basically soda with vitamins and minerals. In fact, most fruit juice has equal or more sugar than conventional soda pop, which is crazy. Like, why are you, why? <laughs> just why are you doing that? And because there is no fiber, it just shoots sugar into your bloodstream. And again, that's just not great. It's going to spike your insulin pretty high, and that's going to cause... I mean, again, when insulin increases, cortisol increases, and cortisol is what promotes um, fat gaining and restless sleep. Sugar knocks all your hormones out of whack in general. It's just, it's not great to be mainlining sugar. So I think that people should gen generally avoid fruit juice. And smoothies are another situation. I'm not super pro smoothie. I'll have a smoothie on occasion because they're delicious, and I think it's much better than fruit juice. But smoothies are another way where it's really easy to pile just a ton of sugar without even realizing it into one beverage. So I think when you're making smoothies, it's just best to, to be aware of the sugar content. And then finally, yes, fruit is healthy. Yes, fruit is delicious. But there are some people who should probably avoid fruit in general. And those are individuals that have blood sugar regulation issues or autoimmune conditions or some sort of metabolic dysfunction. Because a lot of sugar or a lot of fruit is super high in sugar, especially like apples and bananas, like that type of thing can just really spike blood sugar. And that is not good for people with those types of conditions. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't have to eat fruit at all. There are a lot of much better choices. And in fact, in the blog post that I wrote this morning, I do list um, a bunch of fruits that have lower sugar and carbohydrate contents. So you can check that out. But basically the moral of this, or the moral, the point of this is berries are a good option for the, these groups of people. And again, that's with blood sugar regulation issues or autoimmune conditions or some sort of metabolic disorder. And that's because berries are actually really high in antioxidants and fiber and lower in sugar than most fruits. So you get kind of the most nutritional bang for the lowest sugar buck. And I think that's great. Also, berries are delicious. I think berries taste so much better than most fruit. And whenever berries are in season, I tend to like pretty much eat them by the pint. It's a little disgusting actually now that I say that. But yeah, I'll eat a pint of blueberries in a sitting with no qualms. Because they're delicious. Um, and I'd rather have that than like a pretty much anything else actually. But anyway, berries should still be consumed in moderation by these groups of individuals. Like, don't eat that whole pint of blueberries. Have a quarter cup of blueberries and some yogurt because, again, the yogurt has that protein and it has that fat and it's going to slow the um, metabolism of sugar. So, bottom line, fruit is actually pretty healthy in moderation. So, as long as you're not eating five pieces of fruit a day, five pieces of high sugar fruit a day, you're probably pretty okay. Unless you're in one of those groups that is metabolically or immunologically. As soon as I said metabolically, I realized I kind of screwed myself there. <laughs> but as long as you don't have autoimmune issues or metabolic conditions or blood sugar problems, you should be okay eating fruit. If you want to find out more about this, show notes are posted, like I said, at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. And you can also find that blog post there that has that list of like lower carb uh, fruits and vegetables, which is pretty interesting. So thank you guys for listening. You can 
go to healthygamergirl.com to contact me or find me on any of my social channels. Um, email me, leave a comment. It'll be fun. I like reading your comments. It kind of makes my day. So until next time, have a great week.